0: You can't go to Ikea and get some flat-pack wisdom. Wisdom develops, comes with time, experience, thoughtfulness. And you can't get quick-assembly religion either, ready-mix faith, because faith too is about growth and development, about thinking things through and making the journey a journey that can take time. The repeated imagery and metaphor of the Bible makes it clear that a living Christian faith is organic, not manufactured. There can be no such thing as quick-fix Christian maturity or hastily assembled spiritual wisdom. These things grow slowly, ripen at their own natural pace. And the Bible makes it clear too that hurriedly accumulated knowledge does not equal holiness. Information is not the same as insight. Instead, the Bible is chock full of illustrations about green shoots and blossoming leaves and mustard seeds and lilies in the field, trees planted by a river. This is the stuff of the Christian take on life. We find our way to faith. We explore religion. We touch God in this way. Faith is not about boxes, envelopes and packages of truth no matter how prettily or seemingly confidently they're wrapped. We can't expect people suddenly to embrace great swathes of Christian dogma and imagine this is the best and most important way of introducing them to the word of life, the way of life. Yet the church often seems to have wanted, over the years, to lay a great sack of religious jargon and theological technicalities on people's backs religious creeds and codifications that can mean little or nothing to those scrabbling just at the edges of faith for a word of meaning for their lives. It's not our job to dump a whole load of second-hand, ready-made religion on people who want only to be pilgrims, seekers, learners, disciples. Rather, the key ideas are, the inescapable emphasis is growth, Maturity, ripening, patience, prayer, sowing, waiting, seasons and times. They need to put down good roots because good roots lead to growth and strength and growth and strength bring fruitfulness like a tree planted by a river. The fact that Jesus in his turn uses the picture of faith being like a grain of mustard seed is a reminder to us that faith is a living, organic thing, not a static, lumpen entity. It's not so much about propositions as process and possibilities. Not a job lot, but a journey. Faith, like the people who have it, is a breathing, developing, changing, disturbing, restless reality. Any child psychologist or hard-pressed social worker We'll tell you that roots matter. The start you can get to a significant degree. The start you get can shape the whole direction and character of your life. The home you lived in, the things you were taught, the example you were given. And the same dynamic applies in the context of our spiritual development or not. The nature of our upbringing is crucial. And those blessed in a truly loving Christian upbringing are aware how precious and significant those roots are for determining the kind of people they become, the sensitivity they develop towards things of the Spirit. Those early days' exposure, when parents take seriously their baptismal vows, that they would bring up their child in the Christian faith, and when they do that, and let the child learn the stories, meet the people, sing the songs, understand the meaning, feel the feelings then this is a a vital and immensely significant pointer to them in the right direction. And these early influences go very deep. My three cousins were brought up in, in an entirely aggressive atheistic context. They were never told the stories, never learned the songs, never met the people, heard only negative, dismissal and critical things about Christianity and faith. The fact that one of the three cut loose from those influences and embraced Christian faith was a truly remarkable miracle of grace but the other two remained firmly, you might even say helplessly marooned, rooted in their cynicism and unbelief and no surprise there for that was what they had been taught of course we know to our sadness there are no guarantees, we understand that Loving parents can do their very best to introduce their children to the things of the faith and the Lord who is their Lord and that loving influence can seem to fall apart when the children reach a particular age. We've all seen that and felt the loss and pain of that. But the truth is also true, that if in all integrity we did what we said we would and fulfilled that promise to bring our child up in the Christian faith, then the roots are in there, the roots are in there and we need not despair nor give up believing that we have done our best, and that in truth more is present and possible in that situation than we can ever know. If we kept our baptismal vows, then our children's roots go deeper than we may appreciate. If we did what we promised, we don't lose heart. Absolutely crucial to the growth of our faith and our appetite for the Christian way, is that we are rooted and grounded in a fellowship of belonging, rooted and grounded so that we know who people are, we see how they care about us, they know our name, they miss us when we're absent, and they care about us when we hurt. Being part of that is a profoundly creative and vital experience. And when we choose to isolate ourselves from that, it's little wonder faith falters, shrivels, withers, and sometimes dies. Of course, again, there is no absolute guarantee that just because we are embraced by such a loving fellowship and family, we will always choose to stay part of it. No one is immune from losing touch, drifting off, cutting themselves off. But it remains a crucial factor in our ability to grow strong in our convictions and robust In our believing, when we are putting down roots in a loving church family, something special and full of possibility happens. Another fundamental element in the equation that leads to strong Christians doing loving things in the power of Christ is that we feed the roots. It's important to know what we believe and why we believe it. Important to let the Bible be for us a nourishing spiritual food making us stronger and more assured, not not arrogant, but more assured as to what our faith is and why it is. The disciplines of prayer, sharing in the sacrament of communion, being fed and nourished in that special place, involvement in ministry together, working for the Lord. These connections count if faith is to grow strong and bear fruit. Without them, faith remains static, fragile, constantly at risk. Because these experiences enable us to be rooted and grounded in God. Now that just sounds like a jargon phrase, rooted and grounded in God. What does that actually mean? How does it happen? Well, here's how it works. When we let the poetry speak, embrace the vivid metaphors, allow their truth to sink in, when we read about it and think about it and pray about it, meditate upon it, as the psalmist says... These deep truths about God and his love for us keep faith, our faith, fresh and nurtured. We are like a tree planted by a river bearing fruit at the right time. And that understanding and feeling of closeness is, as you might expect, enriched by worship when symbolism, sacrament, pilgrimage lead us into deeper places, more personal encounter, the still place of the heart where the voice of God is heard and we have time to rest on him. And the most likely result of that is growth, strength, fruitfulness. Of course we can still be uprooted. We've all seen the devastating effects of hurricane winds that blast a region and uproot trees that had looked so permanent and sure for the last ten years, but which failed to withstand the upheavals and cataclysmic winds. Sure, Circumstances of rebellion or willfulness or busyness or catastrophe can change the whole scenario. But for most people, for most of the time, this will be the dynamic that works. Rooted and grounded in God equals growth and strength equals fruitfulness. This is the logic of the life of faith. Faith. A farmer who plants a tree may not live to see it grow tall and strong and full of dignity but when he plants and supports and nourishes and he protects and the roots go deep and nourishment is found, the farmer does his work. One of the most pleasing stories of my ministry was the story of Mr Hunter who, when he was an apprentice gardener, planted a line of trees around the big house where he worked. Seventy years later, he found himself an old man bedridden in a back bedroom on the top floor of Southfield Court, a sheltered housing complex for retired people that had been built at the edge of the garden of that big house, where Mr Hunter had worked and learned his trade. And as he looked out of his bedroom window, he could see, waving in the wind, leafy leafy and proud and beautiful, the tops of those very trees he had planted as a 14-year-old apprentice gardener, strong, magnificent, with roots that went deep. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.